Today, we're happy to have with us Kim Macklin. She's the Director of Infusion and Lab Services for the Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Cancer Network. And um, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. You have a, a pretty uh, unique connection to Kathy's house, um, and we will get to that in a minute. But talk to us about how long have you been a nurse? Well, I have been a nurse for almost 25 years now. So um, all of that time I have been with Fraterton Medical College. And what kind of roles have you had over that time? So I originally started off my career on the hematology oncology unit, spent a little bit of time there and then transitioned into the sister unit, which was the bone marrow transplant unit. So I have several years in my earlier career uh, right there. Um, during the time that I was working on the bone marrow transplant unit, I also uh, did some home health care because at the time we had a 770 schedule. So on my weeks off, I did do some um, home care and I had the wonderful opportunity to have some of the same patients that I had uh, inpatient at Freighted. I had some of them in their homes. So mm -hmm. it was really a joy to be able to have that continuity of care. So, um, and I've transitioned into several different roles um, from the operating room to organizational learning um, and in our CP clinics, and now back to the cancer service line. Keeps pulling you back. It does. <laughs> from, um, from your perspective, talk a little bit about why there's a need for a hospital guest house for some of um, the patients in the cancer center or, or transplant for that matter or others. Yeah, um, just in, in general, you know, most, in my experience, most people have not really prepared for a time where they would have a um, financial challenge of mm. a chronic illness. And so you have to find a way to fit that into your current means. And so it stresses um, not only your physical body, but it also stresses your mental and as well as your financial. And so we have patients that come from all over uh, Wisconsin. And we also have people who are from surrounding uh, states as well who come to us to receive care. And so because of that, uh, the transportation back and forth uh, can be really daunting. And so some treatments are um, on a more routine basis that it would just be much better for people to stay somewhere close. Um, and then what Kathy's House does is it provides an opportunity for individuals to be closer at a more affordable rate um, much better than even a hotel stay. And so it provides a very healing environment um, with lots of volunteers and other people with like experiences, um, but also some opportunity to have some private space and just a beautiful atmosphere for healing. 
How important do you think it is for um, patients to be able to connect with others going through something similar? I mean, how does that potentially impact their their journey? Yeah, I think that, you know, as a healthcare provider, I could never be in the same shoes that the patient is in. But when there's someone who has a very similar experience, um, it's really like a network that um, just develops over time when people are in the same surrounding or uh, maybe going through some like experiences. So in a sense, it sets itself up to be a support group um, Mm -hmm. without the official support group title, I guess. (laughs) And so people tend to, you know, commune and convene over, um, over meals So, you know, the Kathy's House creates that opportunity to kind of pull people together and and just provide a level of understanding that sometimes we as caregivers can't necessarily deliver in the same way. Why is it that the services that are available at Frederick or other hospitals in Milwaukee and Metro Milwaukee area why is it that those services aren't necessarily available in these smaller cities and towns or even larger towns um, around mm-hmm. Wisconsin or Midwest? Well, sometimes um, things are kind of spread out. And so um, in smaller communities, uh, there isn't a, a large population of people sometimes. So some of the services tend to be um, concentrated in areas where you can can give the most services to a group of people. And so that's sort of why people have to travel to come to certain areas to receive services. And so uh, sometimes health systems are very um, careful not to uh, duplicate services as well. And so uh, that's another reason why you might see some of those services spread out across a health system. Kim, do you think that um, Kathy's House provides a little more health care or it bridges the gap of health care disparities or inequities just by virtue of where you live? Um, So it affords more individuals the opportunity to get the right care? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are fortunate for um, Freighter and the Medical College Cancer uh, Network to be able to provide uh, a plethora of services. In particular, at the Freighter campus, we have a huge con- concentration and complement of services all under one roof, but we also have um, other areas where you can go and get the same level experience and care within our health network. And so um, Kathy's house sits right there next to the, the hospital campus, which makes it very convenient to have access to all of those services. So um, a lot of times when travel is something that's difficult, um, this affords people an opportunity to get it right there um, with their convenience, but we are constantly 
reviewing and addressing day-to-day uh, -day needs of our patients when it comes to health disparities, because we recognize that sometimes socioeconomic status is a huge impact. And so whatever way that we can um, intervene to help uh, alleviate and relieve some of those pressures for our patients, we do that in a partnership. So, and Kathy's house really helps us to do that as well. When I started talking with you today, I mentioned that you have a fairly unique um, connection to Kathy's house. Tell us a little bit about what I'm referring to. <laughs> yeah, um, because I've been with our health system for as long as I have, I have had the unique um, experience and opportunity to work with and, and uh, support um, Kathy, who Kathy's house is actually named after. Um, Kathy was a patient of mine and, you know, she lived her life in a way and helped me to understand the value um, of dying with dignity. Mm. Um, you know, oh, sorry. Yeah. She was definitely a person who, um, you know, she went through her treatment and she got to a point of remission and then fell out of remission. And so, um, you know, people have many different reactions to falling out of remission and having a terminal diagnosis. And so instead of anger and um, resentment, she utilized the rest of the time that she had left to be, um, to be celebrated and to celebrate her family and really let everyone know just how much um, she really loved them and, um, and just enjoy her time. Um, we, we asked the caregivers for her. We were all so impressed by how she chose to live her latter years um, and her latter time. So she really was a person who uh, really wanted to do things for herself. So we only assisted her how she wanted us to. And it was a very limited amount of things that we did for her. But what we did is try to provide her and her family and friends with privacy um, to enjoy themselves, um, enjoy each other. So we can remember times where we would go past the room or the door would be opened and she and her sisters or her her friends or whatever, whoever stayed over, they took turns staying over at night. And so um, when they would, uh, we would talk about how they would often uh, be heard laughing so loud and it was just a joyous thing. It was nothing that was disturbing, but it was just something that we really loved to hear. And I think she just left a legacy and taught uh, all of us as caregivers just how, you know, death can be a beautiful experience just as well as a sad experience. I have heard that um, 
she was very aware of those individuals around her, like other patients in other rooms who mm -hmm. didn't have a lot of visitors mm -hmm. that she, my understanding was that she saw that they didn't have what she had. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons why her family said, we need to make a place of love and support for each person who comes to the hospital. Yes. Make it easy for it. It's so important to have that support system around you, whether it's a single person or multiple people. And she was very fortunate to have a large support system. And so she was, yeah, definitely correct. Her and her family are very are correct in saying that, you know, not everyone has that. And oftentimes we as caregivers, um, would fill the gap for some of that. And so we would be their social uh, network and um, support. And so it's not that people don't want to be there, but sometimes it's not easy for people to have that opportunity. And so that's exactly what Kathy's House allows for is for individuals to now even their caregivers to be there alongside them to help them through the process, which I think is so impactful. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I think about how one person can inspire mm -hmm. um, something that is so has, it has touched so many people over the last two decades, more than two decades. Yes. And I would imagine it must be like that for you as a nurse thinking about, I know you don't think about it because you guys are angels on earth and you don't think about it, but all mm -hmm. of those times that you touched those people who are going through such a vulnerable, difficult time. Do you ever reflect on that? I do. I don't reflect on it in a way that I look at myself as the one and place myself in the, as the one to help them, but just really look at it like I, I like to see that we are doing everything to remove all obstacles and barriers to allow patients to have the best possible care and experience. Um, my my family history, I have my my dad actually um, had cancer and his life ended um, with his battle about 10 years ago. And so with that, um, I recognize that I was able to support my dad in a way that many people do not have the ability or access to individuals with my knowledge, with my experience and my guidance and support. And so with that being said, I carry that with me uh, as we deliver and continue to deliver care for patients that I know that are in that vulnerable state, but don't have those means. So being a voice for those individuals, um, being a person who takes the charge to really make sure to right any wrong situations or make things right so that we don't have wrong situations is truly important and drives the work that we do every single day. When something comes up, it's always the first thought is, okay, so what about the patient? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So doing the right thing at the right time for everyone. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I appreciate the fact that there are options for patients such as Kathy's house um, and all of the volunteers that help support continued efforts, those fundraising uh, opportunities, and then just how having Kathy's house has inspired so many other people to do such great things uh, to support our patients. And so um, just paying it forward. So as we continue to see the love spread, um, it's just a beautiful experience. So thank you for even doing these things. Ah, Kim, it's such a pleasure. I needed, I needed to be uplifted today and you certainly provided that. And I, I think everything that you say and the work that you do really, um, it demonstrates that, um, that good, that Mm -hmm. positivity really does resonate and amplify. We got to keep, we got to keep it going, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Kim. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Jerry. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed Conversations with Kathy's House and would like to learn more, visit our website, kathyshouse.org. That's K-A-T-H-Y-S hyphen house.org. And you can subscribe to Conversations with Kathy's House wherever you listen to podcasts.